0: Hello, g'day, hello, welcome to the SBS Cycling Podcast for the week of the 1st of October. It's the first of a new month, fantastic news. This is your weather of your all things cycling and I'm Al Hines. What's in this week's show, you may ask? Well, even if the weekend's World Championships road races now seem an age ago, the fires of controversy are still burning hot here at SBS HQ, including tensions between Blings and Gero's, Sarg's scorching ride at Richmond's 23rd Street and Lizzie Armistead's boss performance in the women's sprint. And we'll, of course, hear from Rob Arnold on Gero's silver medal. Plus transfers, team rebrands, spring cleaning and more. That's all this week on today of all days. Would you believe it? It's International Podcast Day. Actually, it was yesterday, but... uh, As we go to record, it's basically still yesterday in most parts of the world while international podcast day is a thing. So we're hanging on to it um, for you, Phil, mainly, I think. Because you mentioned it on on Twitter. So I I thought I'd throw it it in. Yeah.
1: What's it mean that that, that everyone listens to podcasts? No, it's just a day to
0: to celebrate
2: podcasting. Okay. I did my first podcast back in 2006. Mm-hmm. on a very old pla- on a platform that was called... Oh, crikey, I can't even remember what the platform was, but... That wasn't type.
3: the name of the platform. Uh, no, no that wasn't
2: it. But what's interesting <laughs> about the platform is the platform was created by uh, two guys who founded Blogger and who had sold Blogger to Google. And then those two guys, coming out of that blogging platform, then founded Twitter. And that's the first time I'd heard of Twitter. And at the time, it was called TWITR. So, I was on a platform and they sent out this message like, we're doing it. we've got this messaging system called TWITR, and I lolled. That's right. What I was... I'm going, and they're going, w- w- everybody's going, what is it? And I lolled, and I went, who the hell's going to use that? Mm-hmm. But then they pushed it out, and then I first joined, I think, May of 2007, I think, was my first Twitter account. I've had several over the years. But that's how I came to know about Twitter. Was from that blogging platform. Spinopsis. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was the old days where uh, <clears throat> that you was, it was cool just to drop vowels to make an interesting tech name. Yeah, like Twitter. Twitter's T- just vile now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it's just vile.
0: Well, yeah. I, I suppose I should introduce everyone because we uh, we do we have sort of informally done that but uh and it's I, just been two people for a little while yeah exactly it? exactly so now it's a quartet it is a quartet yeah. with me this week it is good to have everyone back it's philip mr robot gomes anthony Uberex, is the future tan and rob world's second place arnold <laughs> rob uh of course new magazine out for for ride we've got oh, it here much. yeah it's, it's uh it's, a grand it
1: tour edition is what the words can you are. hear that
0: That's no, a shiny
1: didn't. chris froome on the cover <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you'll notice there's a lens flare coming from the other side of the page this time. It's usually in the logo, but it just serendipitously happened on the photo. Oh, right. So we, we were very pleased with that.
0: Good, well, well, good. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into it. Phil's looking adoringly at me. No, it's,
2: it's good. I'm looking at the photo. It's, it's great photo. Yeah, it's, it's yeah.
0: beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, you can find that in uh, stores now. Rob, is that it's right? It's on sale. Yep.
1: Fantastic. In in subscriber letterboxes boxes and uh, be great to hear some feedback. I'd like to know what you think. As we, it's at, a it's a very full issue with racing, but also tons of product. Insofar that there were launches everywhere mm. and, and a wireless shifting system from SRAM and things like that and. Uh, Roger. I'll stop talking because otherwise I'll just
0: you give away the whole magazine, oh, yeah. give the okay. whole
1: content. Come on, but please just a sneak it. peek. It's a magazine. It's paper. It's
0: good. <laughs> just but audio is good too, and this is what uh, we're Podcast here for. Podcast day, Indeed. not magazine day. Indeed, all right. Let's get into it and let's talk about the world championships. We're going to keep it simple. We're going to keep it to the men's and women's road races. Last week, it was me and Tanny talking about the TTs, but uh, far more interesting. The road races, of course, the men's and women's events, the marquee events of the whole weekend calendar. And we'll start with the men, Tanny, Peter Sagan is the new world champion. He got away. No. Yeah, I know, I know. Are we, are we going to Sagan? Up?
1: Sagan. Who? What's the Sagan. preference, Phil? Sagan. 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 The Sagan I like Sagan. It's Sagan in our household. The,
0: the Carl Sagan. Um, the Terminator. <laughs> uh, it did a big search on on 23rd Street, and then probably won it. I would say, on the descent. Because he just, Van Avermaet, I think, or was it one of the Belgies, was right on his wheel and then he distanced them. I think it was Van Avermaet. It was Van Avermaet.
3: Mm. I think he did it on the cobble climb, though. Mm. I mean, that's where he, if you, depending on what angle you look at, the camera angle is a little deceiving because he really gapped Van Avermaet on that second to last climb. Uh, It was, so all this, I know we're going to go through all this contention about could anyone have jumped on his wheel well. No one could have because that's what, hence he, uh, he he got away. But yeah, he's once again he used his um, his agility on the bike uh, exceptionally well, and uh, mm-hmm.
0: hence, Pick, picked up the big one. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose uh, Phil. It's one of those rides where we've kind of seen Sagan do moves like this before and come to naught, particularly in the classics, I think. Like sort of you go, oh, he's going to go on before the sprint. He's just throwing the race away. What was different, do you think, about this one? Uh, he
2: did absolutely zero work in the race up until that point. Yeah. That's what
1: I think
0: the
2: difference was.
1: You say he won the race on 23rd Street, but I'd, I'd say he won the race for the 240 oh. kilometres before that <laughs> <laughs> by being super smart and holding yep. himself back and, yep. and letting the Dutchies do the work and the poles and everyone else. Yep. And then imagine having a team of three, one of whom is your brother, and you win the world. Who's pretty good. I just good. think it's pretty rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just think that's, yeah. just, that's, that's just such a good... I've got two d- sons d- and, they, you know, uh, imagine Mama Sagan
2: mm. at
1: home watching. Yeah. And knowing that, that even though uh, Jurak or Urak didn't finish his but brother
2: neither neither teammates finished oh, exactly yeah.
3: uh, no, they, not no the, they, you wouldn't say they helped
0: him win <laughs> well they did the work they did the bottle the bottle carrying know, that, there, yeah. they did the yeah. stuff that you don't see in a lot of road races at all because it's maybe done in that's the why they pulled
3: out so they could give him <laughs> bottles you know, they were the feed but, ah. but the,
0: the thing about
2: Sagan's win though is it it does show you what focus does in a race like that yep so there was only one guy for Slovakia Yep. It's mm. Peter Sagan. Fantastic. So everything was about Peter Sagan. And so many other teams came into the race with multiple options. The Spaniards usually do, the Italians do, Australia obviously did. The Belgians. who actually Belgies had a really had good strong had team. A great mm. team. Yeah. But it's almost like these teams come in and they literally have too many options and too many egos they have to satisfy during the race. And with Slovakia, it's like Peter's the only ego they need. Mm. Well, let's just settle
0: set one thing before we talk about uh, the other thing. About Australia, he goes. Because uh, this is an Australian podcast. <laughs> Sagan could he have been caught? Do you think, or was he on the complete blind? I mean, if if any team had of chased, let's just say hypothetically any team, uh, or was he with of of that move? Look was that at, enough? Do you look, think?
1: Look at the top ten. So you've got a lot of guys there who know that the, that if they go to the finish with one another, then then they're going to suffer. So he was the the big the big benefit for Sagan was that. There were so many favourites looking at each other saying, it's your turn, and if we go, I'm racing for silver. And in the end, they were racing for silver. <laughs> so um, it's just that moment's hesitation that, that, that worked in in, in Sagan's favour. If if once he made his move, everyone decided, I'm going to go as well. But instead, there's that looking at one another, which costs them.
0: It's not so different in some it's ways cycling. to last year. I mean, in Very the way similar. Kwiatkowski got away, in the same way, Valverde, Guerin's looking at each other. Probably this year, it was... Well, maybe not Gerrans mm. looking at each other, but there was enough patience mm. and pausing mm. for Sagan to just go away. But-, but
1: Cavendish made the comments at the tour where one of his favourite responses to media was, it's not PlayStation. And I think that we need to keep that in mind. I think it's easy to watch it on television and think, just chase, just chase. But if you've been riding 240 kilometres and you have to chase down Peter Sagan, it's not just the case of just do this. Yeah. It's like, have you got anything left? And are you prepared to put what you do have left and still think that you can take on people in the, in the last kilometre? Mm. And I think that's what we've got to keep reminding ourselves. I mean, everyone who knows cycling understands that, but you, sometimes it's easy to get caloried away with commentary of what could have happened. Yeah, totally. As though they're just automatons and, and yeah. hopefully they're not quite the automatons they were of the 90s. Well, in that sense, what I
0: mean is that when I say could anyone have... Him back. I mean, it was as much of a, a question of but fatigue for everyone else. The,
1: well, they could have, but they had to respond immediately, and there's and that's the moment's hesitation that won him the race. Mm. All right, well, oh, I get...
3: don't even know if I saw any hesitation. It looked to me he was that just they going were trying away to, <coughs> to every, every, chase every... him down. It was no. just he. He was just when they're riding he, he was, alongside
1: one another, just... you know
3: that they're looking at one another. Well, Van Avermaet no. went hard to catch yeah. him, mm. and, yeah. he, and he couldn't mm. get
0: him on the cobbles. Mm.
3: Yeah, and then Guerin's. I mean, as good as he has been to get himself back into that condition to run six he just you know normally his place much higher than that if you watch uh, his win in liege he, he's not six he, he was he's not eighth or tenth wheel he's like third wheel yeah uh, so he just didn't he just didn't have it like uh, the other guys just didn't have it and as Rob said it's uh, um it's the timing he, he he saved himself for that moment he put everything into it and uh, it's he's learned the art of timing those cr- the classics which he lost as a result of attacking too much mm. or too early he, he's learned from that so well, yeah.
1: absolutely he'd be replaying each of those losses this year and there have been plenty yeah 16 uh, <laughs> if we don't count crits and He'd be replaying each one of those and thinking, all right, what should I have done? What should I have done? Even if you go back to, let's say, Sheffield at the Tour in Stage 2 last year. He was absolutely dominant that day and Nibbly ended up winning, but he was so dominant that he, he stuffed it up. Um, and I think all of those lessons of the 16 second places this year up until that day are going to serve him really well, so and they did, evidently.
2: So do we think that this win is going to open the floodgates for Peter? Oh,
1: it's, yeah, Next year? I, I think everyone's going to... People, you know, he had the the one discretion that was really bad, and we've talked about that ad nauseum, hmm. and we understand that. But he's super popular. I got yeah, some oh. stats from 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 his impact on social media, and it's he's yeah. clearly the, the the entertainment on the bike. Oh uh, uh, people. I yeah. want
2: I wanted Bling to win. Right. I wanted Michael Matthews to win. But I mean, how could you, you know, I was super happy him. that Sagan won. I mean, it's just mm. on everybody. I think, mm. you know, the majority of the people, I'm sure the Belgies felt the same. You know, OK, Van Abermat doesn't come come through for the win. And and um, it's the same thing with the Spaniards or with Christoph. Mm-hmm. you know, with the Norwegians. It's just like Peter's got this crossover. Sagan's got this crossover appeal mm. that maybe quite a few of these other writers don't have where their mm. appeal is more localized. To where they're from, where mm. Sagan is like this universal character in cycling, which is which I think is fantastic for Sagan. Absolutely, I mean yeah. he's
1: he's expanded well beyond the borders of Slovakia, that's for sure. Mm. There's that behind the scenes footage <laughs> when he was okay. If you do the official podium protocol, you see that he suddenly leaves the stage, but, but, but there's behind there's the, the scenes where one where he's off. clicking his heels mid air off the podium while he mm. runs and hugs his brother yeah. and grabs the the flag. It's just yeah, that's the sort of antique. Yeah, that, that, that's that, why
3: I didn't want. Bling to win. I just wanted the best. Actually, no, to paraphrase Sagan, I wanted peace to win. <laughs> Yeah, world peace, that, man. Uh, you know that it was, was kind of like Miss. <laughs> is that like that thing that movie with Sandra Bullock where she she says you yeah, know she wins some competition. She goes, what?
0: "Oh, Miss Confidentiality." Yeah. is That's it. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I just thought for a second that miss, second congeniality, second was gonna, congeniality. Yeah, yeah. second conf- was going to
3: break out into a
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, <laughs> house, it house mixing <laughs> L.A. Confidential. <that laughs> miss with no, that's a mashup. Palace. There, yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be a great, yeah, uh, great remake. What were you going to say, Phil?
2: Huh? You were saying something? Oh, I thought he was just going to break out into a rendition of We Are The World or something I didn't like understand that,
3: you know. whether he meant with the, the refugees no, or going with the UCI no, or, no, no, or cycling. No, no, I know no, now no. he means world Peace. Wall Peace, yeah. Piece. Wall piece, yeah. yeah. If right, yeah. I typed it out, I, I recorded <laughs>
1: it and typed it all out just so that I understood it. And there comes a moment where he says, I want to take this moment yeah. to like uh, spread, you know, tell to people you have to be be better people. Yeah. Uh, you know, being so more accepted. It it Netflix a good and chill people. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, but that's fantastic that he's got it in his, in his mind. Isn't that, that, that a, hyped a up euphemism a for, and moment <laughs> to talk about something that's affecting his,
0: <laughs> a lot of th- uh, th- hundreds dear. of thousands that, that, of
2: millions of All people. All right. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Enough on the Sargs, who is our world champion for next year. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the other big controversy. Let's not call it a gate. The Matthews Gerrans <laughs> gate. Um, <laughs> So... I opened the gate. Ob- Blingate. Obviously, this this whole thing yeah. transpired because, I mean, well, for one, Michael Matthews won the sprint, so that gets people thinking, well, if he won the sprint, then if the race was together, he might have won the world championship. But the yeah. other thing, I suppose, was the fact that Matthews, after the race, actually said explicitly, oh, I didn't feel like Gerrans was doing anything. We were sprinting against each other in yeah. that final sprint. Mm. We were sprinting for, you know, our own places. Mm. And... I suppose in a team sport, that is a, a scratching the head moment, and especially when Gerren's later said that he basically confirmed it as well. Mm. Um, is there is it is this a case of Gerren's should have, would have, could have, or are we being perhaps harsh on on Gary in what would have been, you know, is this could be maybe his last real world championship to, I th- I to think get a rainbow jersey?
1: T- they had to talk to each other in the last twenty kilometres, and they didn't have, they shouldn't have gone on hotel tactics. They should have gone on. How do you feel? Tactics and and I had a friend who was at in Richmond, and he talked to me yesterday. He caught up with Brad McGee at the airport. I've tried to get Brad on the phone to get his take on things, and Brad was the DS for Australia, and he just said he McGee told my friend. He could not separate them. That Gerrans and Matthews were going absolutely stunning. So they gave them dual leadership. But at that point, they need to say, you're dual leadership until the last 20Ks, and you've got to talk to one another if you're still there and figure out who's best and ride for one. Because the second and a sixth is silly. But let's also remember not two years ago when Costa won.
0: Valverde and Rodrigo and
1: Rodriguez and got second and third. That's a big difference. And also, Costa, as good a bike rider as he is, he's not Peter Sagan, is he? Yeah. So do you, you, you know what I mean? Like Having second and sixth to Peter Sagan is pretty respectable, especially compared to second and third to Rui Costa.
2: Can, and, and one of the things that struck me when, uh, when, I, when I saw that fallout afterwards was I, I immediately flashed, black, flashed back to Mendrisio. Um, 2011. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and that's Simon like, was
1: leader there. That's right. Yep. He was an
2: absolute team leader, but on the road, it was like, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. You go. Yes. And Cadell went. Yep. And he won the world championships. Mm. So that didn't happen this time around. Now, I don't know if that's a matter of seniority, maybe because Michael's younger than Garrow. Garrow's earned a certain level of, uh, of respect. And, and, and you would say... Okay, uh, obviously this is the way he he feels, mm. so mm. he's earned that right, mm. and maybe that's that's what's happened in this case, and but it probably won't happen again. But
1: it shows remarkable healing, you know. Anyway, because he's broken a lot of bones this year, and he's still there in the top ten at the worlds against an absolute formidable lineup in mm. what was a fantastic race. So I give a lot of credit to Gerrans, but I think given that he didn't have the full season, he should have at one stage capitulated and said, right, I'm going to do team tactics. I'm going to show a bit of honor, and I, I for me. I think it's a mistake. I think he should have put his put himself on the line for Matthews, and I think we would have seen an Australian as world champion.
0: Mm. So you think he could have... I, see, I mean, I, I actually don't think that he could have done anything. He couldn't have brought it back anyway. I mm. think even if, if Gerenz goes full bore and tries to chase down Sagan, I don't think he can bring him back. I mean, you look at that final... I've watched the final... 4k or 5k or what it was a few times, Mm -hmm. and they weren't not chasing. I mean, Mm -hmm. even Van Avermaet over the top, (coughs) they reorganised themselves. They're they're going hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm going. I'm with you. I'm going back to my point that Sagan was not able to be chased down, whether it was on the on the cobbled climb or on the descent or going to to the finish line. He he was he was um, he was unstoppable that day. And I'm sort of, I guess, in partial agreement with you guys. I'm in partial support of Guerin's because McGee was the one who decided, yeah, we'll have two, two leaders. Sure. There's yeah. nothing wrong with having two leaders. I mean, Spain have two leaders. Belgium had two leaders. I mean, I know it cr- creates problems. But in this instance, uh, yes, th- there's nothing wrong with having two leaders. But you could tell just by, some, you know, Two riders from the same country running second and sixth. There, there wasn't any communication yeah. going mm. on. It, it does look it, quite. It should have been silly.
2: One, and that's it. I, I think other, yeah.
1: But if you if you yeah. looked at every other, like if you imagine the Belgian analysis of it, you know we saw Van Avermaet was mm. very very good, and and for a moment I was pretty confident that Gilbert was riding for Van Avermaet, but you don't know what their conflict is in there, and I'd be interested. I haven't read the Belgian press about it, but I would imagine that there would be a similar thing to what we're talking about. Mm. We see Gilbert in tenth. Mm. Um yep. th- They had two bike riders who were better than tenth place.
0: Yeah. They'd, well, they also had Tom Bonin, who was on a good uh, ride as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and and similarly.
1: Uh, Italy got the best placed Italian was 18th and in the history of the worlds, that's the worst they've ever placed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so imagine the, the, especially with an Italian team, you know, they, they, they should be dominant. They won the Tour de France last year. They did all sorts of things, but they haven't won, won the world, world for España. a while. Mm. But uh, so there's, there's going to be analysis like this all over the world and different for different reasons, except for Slovakia, where they're all going to just be. Um, they're still partying. I'm yeah. sure. uh, one thing I
0: would say with Gerens, and this perhaps is the only criticism I can make of the way he rode, was that he should have placed himself in that break that Kwiatkowski initiated with, it was, I think six, of, six, six or seven of them, yeah. Stannard, Kwiatkowski. Bonnen was in Bonnen. there. That yeah. move was, that could have been critical and in the end Australia actually chased that move down. I think yeah, the, Gerens cons- should when be When you compare move, it to the
1: work that the Dutch did earlier, Yeah, hmm. the work that the Australians did was pretty minimal. I think that they rode that smart because it was it was a formidable what was it? Six or five up the road. Yeah, but if and- Gerrans
0: is in that move, they don't chase. Yes. Matthews is, plays the anchor. He just yep. watches Sagan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight, but yeah. uh, the. I mean, that was for me. Garen's role should have been that sort of floater. Like, you know, he can sort of get into moves that he. Like the real dangerous moves and put pressure on everyone else. Mm-hmm. If that move goes to the finish line, he can win a sprint against. Mm-hmm. Seven maybe he can't beat Bonan, although maybe he can. He's oh, quite yeah, quick these it, days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't yeah. know. For me, Matthews in a bunch sprint should always be the leader. So in that sense, yes, when he got to the end together, maybe Garen should have helped him lead out, but ultimately it didn't really matter because he's gonna win anyway. But No, know. that's 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 a good that's a fair
3: call, actually, because yeah, really in, in a in a sprint of a reduce group sprint, Matthews on paper should be quicker, so he should be given that that role as the end guy if it comes down to s- such a scenario. And then, yeah, I, I felt Australia just played too much of a back seat right up and... I didn't see much chasing down by the Aussies, actually.
0: Yeah, I think Housley just threw down as much as he could, and uh, maybe Matt Heyman was there.
1: Simon Clark threw in a a good, strong turn. He's he's about 20k to go or something. (laughs) Remember when Costa won? Simon Clark was sixth. And all the other eight other Aussies DNF. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, that's a, so two years down the track, a, a silver and a sixth place. That is was not a pretty so epic bad. world
0: champs. That one. Yeah. That was Pompferida, wasn't but, it? Yeah.
1: No, no, no. It was uh, in in Italy, uh, in the yeah, rain. Yeah. When Costa won. Florence. Thank mm. you. Uh, Florence. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. But what's so cool about it, and, and what's <laughs> the take home from even the discussion that we've had in the last couple of minutes, is that the worlds. It, it's the best race of the year, isn't it? I mean, we talk about Paris-Roubaix and Tour of Flanders and nah, all that. but the, I don't know. the, no, don't the know. tension from this, this one is no, fantastic. Th- this, I this, love the Worlds.
2: This was good. I love the Worlds as well. For me, it's, it's a big deal. I like yeah. all World Championships in just about any sport. Mm. Um, I this, know it's the this, best race, this, though. This, this particular event lived up to just about all the expectations mm. that I thought a World Championship should deliver. Mm. What was interesting is, like, even, even with the time trials, for example... Right? It's it's mm. normally with the time trials, we kind of sit through the time trials and we just watch them. But this year, the time trials, the senior time trials in particular, I mean, they were fantastic. They, was, they were nail-biting right to the end. Mm-hmm. You, you just didn't know what was going to happen. Um, Linda Wilmerson and... Um Sorry, who won the men again? Uh, Kiryienka. So That's you can't the,
3: say it was better than the TT the year before when we, you had Wigo Martin. No, and no, no, no. no. But, but it
2: was. It was still good, and it was still very interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought. I thought right through all the events that uh, that I that I watched. Um, it was just great mm-hmm. racing. I right Rowan. I, <laughs> talked you know, up so. Rowan
1: and Matthews in advance. I said that Rowan Dennis would win. Yeah, and, and we all and thought he, he would. He so. had his puncture. He had to change mm. bikes, and and I think he held him. You know, he had a lot of grace with that disappointment because I know how hyped up for yeah. it he was. He was yeah. super, super committed to it. He'd won his team Time Trial Worlds. Great, congratulations. But he was he knew where he was at and he, knew that he, he thought that he had the form. Yeah. And on the day, he missed out. Yeah. And even if he didn't have the puncture, he wouldn't have won. And mm. there was no complaint. He just went no. on and that's life. It's... And I think it was clear that Michael Matthews was super disappointed and I've had a fair bit of contact with him since the race. We haven't spoken, but we've been you know, texting and changing, uh, exchanging conversation and he was really bitterly disappointed. Yeah, he but, w- he would have liked a little bit more communication with Gerens, but, you know, he knows that but, that's life. But He's but just turned 25 the day before. He's got plenty of years to
2: come. But that's the thing about Bling, though. I don't think there's any there's been a period in his racing career that we've known of him that he hasn't always really hated to lose. He's mm. always been like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, think, right? I think... So, some, yeah, it's in, sounds, it's in yeah. his character. And yeah. obviously, that's going to... You know, he's going to mellow with age and, and understand that's... And obviously, that's the case. You know, he's... That's just the way racing breaks, but... You know, he's he's the kind of guy that's like he takes these losses and he goes, I want to get this next year. Yes. Australia's,
1: he, he hasn't stopped either. He's going after Abu Dhabi to do that whenever the, that it's
0: is. It's October, I think. Yeah, yeah. October 11 to 15. Um, the other thing I was going to say is Australia's now finished 11th, uh, sorry, second, 2011, 2014, 2015, yes. three out of the last five years. Um, possibly, some. well, d- it, different circumstances in each one. I mean, Gossie's one was in 2011, completely different. Mm, Garen's Exactly. Okay, very, very similar, very similar to this year.
1: Um, And also, Guerin's was one second back. And we've never spoken about Simon Guerin's silver medal, and there's been much, much hilarity <laughs> about that. But the, so he was only one second back, so he missed out by, and 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 Michael was three seconds back. So yeah. there, it mm. was in fact it's, it's close for stuff. Simon. But, but yeah. Simon last year it was a different guy. He hadn't he hadn't broken so many bones. He hadn't yeah. been mm. you know in the hospital. Yeah, like.
3: I th- let's just put also in the context. I mean, normally I'm not <laughs> praiseworthy as anyone reads my blogs, but the thing is, I think. I am in praise, not so much all, but in praise of Australian performances over the last five years. I mean, Rob was just talking about the Italians finishing the best rider right 18th. I mean, if we think the consistency of the Australians uh, throughout the uh, season, it, it is quite A world championship in 2009 the and it's then certainly, yeah, it's, it's, it's Yeah, it's really um, creditable. Yeah. Uh, I was
1: there in Zolder in 2002 when Robbie got a silver medal to Mario Cipollini. Yeah. And that felt... It was as close to a victory as we got. Mm. We yeah. hadn't been on the podium yeah. for mm. uh, forever. Yeah, mm. that was the first time. Wasn't no, it? for me, it but felt and, like and a win. Since mm. the, and mm. the progression since mm. 2002. Now the expectation is, is like, well, if we don't get rainbows,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and that's a thing, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, because yeah, exactly. with, with Matthews, yeah. right, yeah. the mm. expectation from this year from here on in, say, mm-hmm. for the duration of his career, mm-hmm. is going to be, we expect you to win a world championship at some point in the next 10 years. Yep. One, one mm-hmm.
0: final point I want to so, make uh, about uh, the whole world championships, and this is something I think comes up every world championship, is not even just the idea about co-leadership, but because these guys are professionals in trade teams, I don't always see the how much camaraderie can actually take place in these national teams that form very quickly Especially when a world championship is entirely about the individual. You're talking about something which rewards someone with a rainbow jersey they wear themselves, no one else. Yes, yeah, when they the take it back year. to their yeah. trade team after riding for a national yeah. setup. And I know that Matthews and Gerins are on the same team, but for me this, this but is one of the things that always comes... there as but, well.
1: Yeah. They're, they're not the best of friends. No. They're not. The but You isn't can dress it up and you can say they're mates and Aussie camaraderie. But the no, young you
2: buck and the, uh, not the, old, the old old But hand. isn't this why we love cycling? Because, you know, most sports would be like, mm. you know, you try to work that out, but they're racing for trade teams together and then, but there's these other dynamics. Yeah. That's
3: involved. different. Look, love buddy that. love I love that. He,
1: he, I love that. Yeah. As soon as he finished with Hawthorne, he... he like
3: <laughs> yeah. he comes to...
0: yeah. I love the swans. I've always loved the swans. <laughs> yeah, uh, the
3: Cycling Central podcast is Hello Magazine on Two Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read Hello. Is that a good Neither read? Neither have I, yeah, I don't really, a, really I don't care for the Royals. Tanny, but, oh, you know, it's, it's it's just a... gossipy stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's exactly yeah, yeah. what we're talking <laughs> are about. Are we going to talk
0: about the wheel? We are going to talk yeah, about the wheel. Women's race, uh, yeah. yes, let's, we're going to hear that. That's the end. Men's is now in a little pass, so we're just tying that well, up. We still Done. haven't
2: actually talked about Michael Kierkowski's 2014 win. We never did get to that, No, did
0: we? Or we? Oh, No, we, yeah, did. we yeah. just covered
1: Garen's that's silver right. medal, so that joke's finished, isn't it? We're <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. just sign off on that. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's, that's, <laughs> also, in a, that's,
0: that that's also in a parcel. Let's talk about the women now. Uh, Lizzie There's Armistead. With a line in it. Lizzie had won the women's race, <laughs> and that was pretty amazing, actually, the finish. If, Anyone didn't watch it, I suggest you go and check out the highlights because, particularly even the last, if you watch the last 10k, it's actually remarkable that Armistead yep, wins the race. Really? Like you yep. d- you're looking at it, going, I know that Armistead wins, how but how does she? And then isn't she leading? Isn't she leading? Isn't she leading? Yeah. it oh yeah, she's still.
1: Oh, there she is. The, 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 n- the
2: narrative from the la- from from 50k out is is really where you want to watch because mm-hmm. that's where the whole race started to started to sh- take shape, and. The the big thing about it, okay, we have a winner, Lizzie Armstead. Uh, fantastic. And all the all the all the big hitters were there in the end. So you got Vanderbriggen, Garnier, Borghini, Emma Johansson, Ferrand Prevost. and they're all there. And you expect we expected them to finish in pretty much that order. Mm. But the thing that made that race was the performance of the Australian women, who, as we've talked about earlier, didn't really have a finisher, but they had numbers. Mm. And they used those numbers. Every single card they played during the race was almost played perfectly, mm. right? And they were only short by two k mm. in the end of, of being on the podium. So they actually made the race, and that was the thing that had us on our seat. And I'm not speaking just as an Australian, but I'm speaking as somebody who enjoys cycling mm. and watching the tactics play out. As a purist, you're a purist. Yeah, and you watching feel? the tactics play mm. out. Mm. And even at the end of the race, it was like, man, they really deserve the medal. But at the same time, it was like, well, I'm giving them a medal, mm. right? They've got my medal. You're, you're all happy Aussies. with that? Yeah,
1: yeah. There was comments requested about Gerens' performance. A lot of people said that he was a wheel sucker, wheel sucker. This and, and and that, whatever. Take it as you will. But there was nothing like that for the women. No. Was, even though there were seventeenth or eighteenth for for
2: seventeenth uh, place, I think for. Um, um, uh, your,
1: your, um, uh, Mental blank, Tiff.
0: Tiffany um, Tiff. yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. So, right. But, but there's everyone was in agreement that the Australians put on a, a stellar performance. You know, the yeah. interesting I thing about would the would women's race. The,
0: Sorry,
3: Tanika. Uh, yeah, a stellar performance or a good show. I mean, both. What? Okay, I I sort of feel that that attacking that incessant attacking they were doing was a constant a consequence of not. Having a finisher, you know, it's it's been a very long time, let's face it, that we've had someone who can really finish off a race like a, a Noni Wood or a, an Anna Wilson. I mean, that you, you, we have to – that, that person hasn't come up yet. I mean – no, I, I would agree with that. But, yeah, but, but look, that's, look at, look at uh, yeah, the yeah. races this but, season. I mean, they are they they are competitive. I'm not saying they're not competitive, they're, but you can't say we've got a you need a you need a fast yeah, finisher. But a, a the winner. tactics,
2: the tactics that were played out by the team were, I think, a recognition of that but, fact.
3: Yes, right. Yes, and obviously, that, that's what you can do. Though you've got nothing to lose. No, that's right. And, so uh, you throw everything yeah, in there. That's yeah. why the Australians, did, the Australian men did. Almost the reverse, the reverse. yes, uh, because they've got two guys who can win a race. Yeah,
0: the funny thing is, almost that <clears throat> had the men taken a few, you know, pages cues. from the indeed cues from the women's playbook, I actually think that that could have resulted in potentially a Matthews win because they do have the finisher. They did have the finisher. Two of them. Yeah, the the men, mm. the men could have you know done this a bit more of a sort of I guess a, an assault on the race. Maybe it's not it's not as easier to do that in a very, very, very tight field. But mm. uh, Matthews can finish the race off. So if you get to a position, as we said before. But anyway, but, we've but talked about the, hands the, and the off, But also the Australian
1: team had eight women starters yeah they're the yeah. full they're the they've full. never had that before yeah. and 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 that in itself explains the progression i caught up with kath shannon or kath Bazzano yesterday hmm. and we were talking about when she used to do the tour de france and she's and she's done two olympics she did a road race in seoul and road race in barcelona and she was talking about what it was like back then for her
2: there's it, it, it's chalk, and, chalk cheese and cheese for
1: what tiffany cromwell and, experiences and, or gracie elva they've got the full mm. you know and Kathleen the performance
2: was, the performance at the world championships um uh, was a reflection of the consistency of the Australian exactly. women as a group mm. to be able to to get that many to have that that those numbers.
1: And each of those day. eight was could have been leader. Yeah. So it was it was very difficult to sort of judge how they were going to yeah. ride it.
2: So for me, anyway, that the the, the women's race was definitely I, I thought it was okay. I know you know the men's race finished on that climb, uh, whereas the women's race. Like I said, that whole narrative started about 50K out, mm. and it was nail-biting right to the finish. Mm. There was and no- it was the best race of, of the world championships. Oh, yeah?
1: That's, there was a comment in my you- office yesterday, so, I want to be uh, Lizzie Armitstead. It wasn't. I didn't make it, but uh, Kate, who works for me, she was just in awe of, of, yeah. of, of, um, of Lizzie's performance. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of people out there watching just thinking, oh, man, that's just so cool. She just was grace under pressure. When she when she was on the podium, she still looked sort of shocked that it had come, Whoa, come about. When she crossed
0: the line, she, I think she couldn't believe <laughs> yeah. that she'd... I mean, probably no one else could believe it because they were like, how she held this on. But she mm. did a, you know, the sort of the gasping, the hand over the mouth, it was... Uh, I'd love to had- see
1: that power file and compare it to second place because she just must have... I don't know how she kept sort of surging ahead and staying ahead. Well, I think it was
0: deceptive because yeah. they really did slow down. They really slowed down uh, in that last, what was it, 500 metres. It mm. was quite slow sprint to start and then got it going again. But amazing that she could have surged as she did at the start of that climb mm. with the pole. Uh, who was the pole on her wheel? Was uh I've got it here, Neva Doma. Neva Doma. Yeah, Uh but she was, I, I thought she was actually in pole position because she, mm. on at Wheel, they got a bit of a gap. All she has to do is sort of just wait a bit.
1: Because
0: mm. on a circuit like that, so yeah. much has
1: been made of the climbs. But uh, Drew, my mate who was in Richmond, was saying it was super windy for the men's. I don't know how it was for the women. Right. But so there was a lot to contend with uh, that, that we haven't referenced even. You know, the hills are, are, are obvious and mm. you can see the effect of them. And the cobbled uh, climb was indeed mm. very cobbled and, and it did make for fantastic television.
2: Um Post race, did you guys see? Uh, there was somebody posted a clip online of Armistead post race when she was asked about uh, Marianne Voss. and mm. she made the point that, you know, the, the the women's part of the racing now is more than just Marianne Voss. Mm. And I think one of the good things about this particular especially race, when
0: Marianne Voss is not there, it, no, but that's right. <laughs> but mm.
2: I think I think that actually is was a good thing in the end because what it's done is it's give, given some clear space. Whereas the w- the women's the women's part of the sport has been so dominated by Marion Voss for, for a couple of years, and now we've got Ferran Prevot who's uh, Pauline Ferrand Prevot who's, uh, who's sort of taken up that that uh, that sort of mantle. Yeah. But it gave all the other women a chance to to really shine and, and for, to get say a wider audience an opportunity to 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 know that there's other women riders of high quality who yep. are who are not Marion Voss. And I think that that worked well. And then when you look at the when you look at the list of women on on the list uh, in the top ten, I mean, it's it's, it's fantastic. all the stars of
0: women's cycling. You know,
2: and, and I should point out by the way that there was a unique uh, finisher in number uh, in position number nine, which was Yolanda Neff. And if you guys don't know about Yolanda Neff, uh, she's the number one mountain bike rider in the world. Uh, she's not the world champion because that's, uh, Fran Provost Provo. is the world champion, but, uh, Nef is, is the world cup champion and the world champion, uh, sorry, is the world cup champion, uh, for mountain biking. And uh, she's a phenomenal bike rider and she's only dabbled. I think she's only done one or two road races this year. And this was one of them, and she finished in the top ten, and she was in the mix right to finish. Uh, so, so, so
3: Neff is not Naf. She's not Naf. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the she rides for <coughs> Cervelo full time, wasn't that's the, the reverse of the team There was but Futon, always, always futon the whim- Cervelo. Yeah, but they've f- always Fuji. had the women, wasn't it Fuji, uh, Fuji Futon. No, the, oh, no I think futon, it was Futon. It was yeah, Futon, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. fun. they had. F- but they've always had the it's women's action, not Futon so. beds though, because. Futon you're off, you're off <laughs> Mike there, Tony. Futon is spelled F O T O N anyway, for the futon. Always beat. learning. Getting always back, learning.
2: Getting back to the women just briefly. So we've got a we've got a new a new sort of shape to women's cycling. Yes. Yep. Right? Okay, I because
1: Lizzie, she won the World
2: Cup. She won the World Cup as well.
1: Yes. For the second time in a row? Uh
2: I think that's correct. Yeah. Sorry, folks. I can't remember. Yeah. On, and on,
0: but, that, on, on, on that thought, maybe we'll, we'll, if she isn't. She's not a new new face. But uh, we've got got to keep moving on, Rob. Okay. I, I don't want to cut you off, but, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll we should talk about Armstead more in full detail some other time. But uh, let's talk about some transfer shakeups. Well. MTN is rebranding as Dimension, with Deloitte coming on as a sponsor. Mark Cavendish is joining the team with Bernie Eisel, Mark Renshaw, Nathan Haas. The team's also stepping up to the World Tour. It's going to be a totally different feeling and looking team for 2016. Uh, we'll talk about some of the other transfers stuff uh, later. But, uh, Phil, maybe I'll go to you first. Does this water down that... African feeling to the team, as a lot of people have been criticizing it for. Is it becoming too much an international super team and not enough this sort of t- little team that could? Mission creep. That's what it's called. Mm. Right. So,
2: yeah, I mean, obviously they don't want to be competitive. They've got sponsors they got to satisfy. Um, so, yes, there's a bit of that happening, uh, which is probably sad to see because it was that unique, unique aspect to the team that, uh, that, that we all love that uh, makes them interesting. But at some point, you know, they do have aspirations, and their aspirations are still there, which is to put an African rider on the top step, a black African rider on the top step of the Tour de France. Um, I don't think that goal has changed. I think it's still there. It's just um, modified somewhat. But, yes, they've lost a little bit of their um, colour, <laughs> 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 to
3: use that phrase. But they. Uh, the, th- the thing is... Good one. The, the, that was pretty good. The reality <laughs> is that... They they just simply don't have a black African who
0: who can yeah. uh, who, well, who can win. Maybe Kudus yeah. or Bahani could develop into a grand tour rider. Yeah, that's the maybe. That's a, but they don't have definitely. No. They don't
3: have a guy who can even win a one week race as good as say Tekla Haimanot's, uh mountains jersey winner. The Dolfini was you know he, that doesn't mean he's going to win the Dolfini next year or anything like that. So mm. I, I think it's a good move to bring Cavendish, and as a result, Cavendish has brought. Uh, with him, a title sponsor. But it's just that wi-
1: it's that wild card progression. It's different to Orica Green Edge, which didn't exist, and it went to the World Tour when uh, on debut. But what's cool about this team is that it has it. Even if you go back to the old days of CSC, yeah, back way back in two thousand and one, and it was vying for a, for a wild card selection in the Tour de France, and then it became the dominant team. and And you can see that happening with MTN already that they've got a roster now, which is so formidable. And even the sponsorship lineup that they've announced, you can see the machinations of the negotiations happening, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, we're going to get Cavendish for three years, you know, come on Deloitte, come on, can you mm-hmm. give us some
0: money? Yeah. I mean, and,
1: s- changing, and the whole dynamic of the team is changing. It used to be this sympathy team. Now it's like, well, uh, they're here. They're going to, it's going to be big, well, big time. Them,
2: them like and Jane Alpecin. Are.
0: Yeah. You know, exactly.
2: it's going to be, and, and Lotto Soudal yeah. next year. Hammer and tongue, It's going to be great the watch. I mean, so they, they've,
0: they've got basically every sprinter in the peloton, don't they now, Phil? Not, not, no, not gone. no, elsewhere. No, 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 but I'm talking about no. Dimension have got Cavendish, uh, they've got Isil, Renshaw, Goss, Bossenhagen. No, they've Goss. Goss is gone. Goss is going to be a lumberjack,
1: are you? Boss <laughs> or I an mean, Uber driver. Yeah, yeah, well. I thought he
2: was going to be a hipster cafe owner in Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> he's going to
1: keep driving yeah. his Ferrari. Hipsters have
2: got to be thin. A Tasmanian alpaca farmer.
1: Anyone any got anyone any got a clue on Goss? Any Goss on Goss? Come on, Gossy. No, I'll oh, no. give
0: him a ring. can find now. out what's going on. Uh buddy oh, dancer. But, but he's had a pretty tough <laughs> end, well, he hasn't had done much in the last six months. If you no. look I looked at his results the hey, other day actually.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on the Goss tangent. Let's no. keep talking keep about dimension the, data. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh what about Mark Cavendish what if, Bernard Isle.
0: Yeah. It's it's the old high road team. Exactly. Bors and
1: Hagen. Who else have we got there from Bob Stapleton? I asked uh, on Twitter the other night if Bob Stapleton was going to come on board. But he's part of the team.
0: Right. Anyone heard from Bob? Brian Holm? <laughs> <laughs> What's
1: happening with
2: Brian Holm? Where, where is he going?
0: Doug Wright has actually just right. been Bob's able. He's going to take off his mask one day, and it'll just be Bob, and yeah, he'll be like, yeah. "I've reformed." I, I had a little That's bit of right. contact
1: with Doug last night. and We're going to have a chat in a couple of hours, so it's going to be interesting to hear what he says. So he's the one who's put this team together. It's on the road. Brian Smith's the maybe you
0: should do private number. And if he says hello, this is Bob, then you've you know you've un- uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I want to get back to this idea about about the you know Bob, the, yeah. the, 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 the 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 color in the race uh, in the team. Because, you know, when Orca GreenEdge, we see this with all the teams, because when Orca, Orca GreenEdge started, and I actually counted, they had 17, 17 Australian riders on their roster yeah, in right. the first year, yeah. and this year they have 13. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, because obviously we've had Clarkie moving, uh, we've had Lee Howard go, et cetera. So Myers gone. Meyer's gone. And Myers gone. Yeah, so that uh, for 2016, I think it's looking like it might be 10 mm. Aussie riders. Right. So, you know, the, the the nature of these teams change as they as they as their goals and their ambitions change, uh, as sponsorships arrive, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, well actually I shouldn't say that actually that's not, not exactly true, I think, with our Greenwich, because they're getting um, they've got Caleb. Yeah,
3: and then Jack they're getting raw powered
2: raw power and Jack Haig. So yeah. they might be down to twelve. I think, yeah, by the time yeah. they're done. Mm. So, you know, from that high point at the start, then you see the team start to evolve to become more balanced, to become a team that has uh, uh, multiple focuses rather than just one focus, which is just delivering sprinters, mm. uh, because now they obviously have GC ambitions as well. So, you know, I think this is part and parcel, but I don't think the essential missions change, which is... So, is,
1: know, so. is is Cavendish going to be <clears throat> what he promised to be?
3: I think so, because I think he's going to do what Greipel did when everyone... Sort rode of rode him off. He goes and wins what four stages at the tour. I, I think is a good thing, a move for Cav. You can tell how stale sprint sprinters are, especially the type that need uh, you know a challenge, a, a change of environment, mm. a, a challenge, and it doesn't. Good, you know, that's that's why I feel you know, part of the reason why Sutton it just he just feels like he's dawdled.
0: But this is this is kind of the big thing for (laughs) for Cavendish, though, Tony, because if he's going to go to this team, he's literally got no excuse now. He's he's Mm. built his whole he's got all the guys he wants there. This is some of the guys that even he wanted at ETEX but didn't get them. Mm. Uh, I think if he doesn't perform next year, then you should of have to say that the, the boat's kind of sailed for him yeah. in terms of his career.
1: But you look at, uh, if we talk about Cavendish's, where he's made his, I mean, he's won everything. Milan, San Remo and World Championships. But it's the stages of the tour that people pay attention to. Totally. And when he was winning four and five per annum, then he had the committed lead-out train and he's got a lot of those guys back with him. And it, it's great to see Bernie Isel back in the lead-out. We see Nathan Haas on the roster as well, which was announced last night. But just to see this... It was only a couple of years ago when they brought Goss on and they had Theo Boss. I haven't heard a word of either of hmm. those. And, and they were both at that time big signings. But now I think we're going to see this unbelievable lead-out train from back in the day. They're all good mates. They get on. If you see the the the, the antics between Iseult and Cavendish and, and Renshaw, it's like they were, you know, mm-hmm. and, you've got, like
2: and, you've got, really. and you've got and you've got Far in there, Tyler Far, Farrar.
0: Farrar. right? So Far, really. yeah.
2: Um, yeah, hell of a lead out. Yeah. Amazing. Oh yeah, I
0: forgot, I forgot there was Ferrar on there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not that he's particularly
2: <clears throat> Come on, look at the world. No, man. but his
0: role is still there. Yeah, he was good. Gun. But yeah.
2: his role has changed. Ruffle. His role has changed. He's, <laughs> yeah,
3: he's a different yeah. he's a different rider today. I think he accepts that too. Yeah, he he's, does. He has uh, the yeah. modesty to accept. Yes, yeah. 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 But the good Fast thing about MTN Quebec,
2: though. right, now that there are no sky riders, no Australian riders on Sky, get stuffed. Aussies can follow MTN Quebec as well as yeah. yeah. Orca Green Edge. That's our new team. Yeah. That's not Orca Green Edge.
1: Um, sure. So it's Haas and Renshaw. Are they the Aussies? Uh, um, and Goss is gone? I um, didn't even
3: know Haas yeah. had
1: gone to MTN. Yeah, it only happened okay. last night. Last night they rounded that's out cool. the roster. Yeah. All right, that's all
3: right. Cool. Uh, let's move and, on. And then
1: also Simon Clark quickly just you know he oh, yeah. he switches over to Garmin. Uh, we did yeah. that last and week, yeah, later. Did, oh, did we? Oh, did know. you guys do Lee no, Howard no. as well
2: going to IM? No, I mean
1: because that was great. in the last mm. week.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So Lee Howard.
1: That's all.
0: It's all happening. and then
1: Steele von Hoff found a new team. One pro cycling. One pro. Yeah, I think every just tune in. Just there's there's hopefully the team is just not one. There are. Of revolving,
0: <laughs> lots of revolving doors at the moment. Uh, no, the, the other big one I to, to want to talk about pros. is, is oh. e- Etix.
1: Is it, it Etix
0: or Etix or whatever it is? Uh, to sign, it's a brand name. There's no correct pronunciation. Uh, to sign Kittle, that seems to be strongly rumored. Kittle Imagine or, if Etix Kittle
3: was, um, was the co-title sponsor with Wheat Bix. Yeah, that be. Okay, it. hang on, I'll just imagine that for a minute. Yeah.
2: Anyway, we've got Little, the German the German, German discount food, grocer, food chain.
0: Yeah. Yep. So they're going to come on as likely, <coughs> well, they are coming on as a sponsor, which is a German chain. Obviously, that, well, I mean, you don't have to join the dots, but it looks like Kittel is going to be out of. Uh, Al- Kittel. John Alberson and over to. Shit, I thought he was talking about Kittel then. That's what I no, thought. No. Oh, I was all, Shit, is, is he back? Kittel, Kittel? Or Kittel? Or Marcel. Marcel is out, probably. <laughs> Most likely. No, they announced. Oh, no, they an haven't. An, oh, it they, haven't, they, haven't they haven't announced oh, it. They haven't announced it. Is mean, Kittle
3: later still riding for Giant? Well, well yeah, that's m- maybe not point. after tonight. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, oh, man, it's all hap- We're going to have to do another podcast next week, Al. <laughs> How
2: about we
1: finish this one, we will
3: start another oh, one. I was,
0: yeah. I was planning on going to Turkey. Can you guys so, stop messing around? Because I wouldn't mind talking. I oh, got more. No, no, no. Just about. I want to talk about this. If, if indeed Kittle does leave Giant. Yes. Uh, that probably is a sign that they're changing their focus a little bit more away from sprint trains, which is sort of it's something which is Tom,
1: been... the Tom effect.
0: Yeah, Tom. yep. And I mean, that...
1: not Tomica. We're v- talking about they're Tom convinced do about doing
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, right. yeah, the guy <clears throat> is a freak. Mm. Yeah, oh, they've won a few sprints. Good on them. The they've they earned some points. They, they got be keen, some exposure. They'd be happy Let's to let move
2: on. will go in some ways. Yeah, Why not? They've got Degenkolb. They've got Luka Metzik. Mr. Bobbing Head. Luka Metzik. Mm. Yeah.
1: No, no, he's gone to Orica, Green Edge.
2: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And that was, actually, I was going to talk about that. And sorry, yeah. I like I like that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's sorry, that's right. You've just reminded me and I've forgotten because the worlds and everything else is that He's going to be a really handy addition. That's a classy signing for Orger Greenwich. Yeah.
0: Right. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we've digressed. That's enough. a money ball I think buy. It's becoming that's a, b- a money ball buy for it's sure. It's becoming a bit chaotic, but okay. uh, we will follow the Kittle. The but that's just the like the transfer Kittle season. Story. The transfer
2: season is chaotic. It yeah. is. But it,
0: do we, does it, anyone, it
1: I, is I'm kid, curious. The world's are finished. Have we all just turned the ignition off? Do we care about Lombardia and things like that? You know that?
2: what? Last year, Lombardy was the best classic of the year who in my. Who do you think? He didn't fall off. He didn't fall off. Cadell. No. (laughs) No, I forgot. J-Rod. Dan Martin. Dan
1: Martin. Oh, yeah.
3: Who,
2: by the way, is moving to Ethics Quickstep.
3: It's all happening from Garmin. Oh, man. It's all happening. That (laughs) is chaotic. This is chaotic. All right, we're going to wrap it up. You guys are being good. But the question was, do we
0: care about the last races? We'll get there there soon. I'm already thinking about January. All right. Well, until we get to January, Rob. Oh until next week actually. I now, can I, I, can I please talk punch. about Lombardia just for a second? Yes.
2: Okay, just so that everyone knows. It's, we, on. it's on SBS Oh uh from is that first? No, no, no. It's no, no. been, been on for a, for a few years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three years now. Right. Uh, it's on SBS from uh eleven ten PM on Sunday night to about two twenty. So because you're gonna get a fair shake of the salve or whatever you What's say in man? Australia. Um, so a fair so shake of the sauce bottle. Okay. That's it. Remember yep. Daylight Saving? I mean, of, in terms of racing, so you're going to get a lot of racing. Um, and it finishes just before Daylight Saving takes over.
0: All right, great. Yep. Fantastic, Phil. And That's... Oh, it's streamed
2: online as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. No one. no one. Yeah, it's good. And then reviewed on
1: Cycling Central.
2: Well, Monday's a long weekend.
0: Oh, a holiday, maybe not know, reviewed. Yeah. Mate, yeah. Could be. Highlights will be up. Uh, guys, uh, thanks for joining us. You can find <laughs> Cycling Central on Twitter, at Cycling Central. Rob is at RideMediaHQ or Rob Ride Media. You can drop Phil the line on Philip underscore gomes tanny's at underscore tan yeah and i'm al at al underscore hines jeez we got there in the end it's been a, a bit of a uh, can i interrupt you once more this podcast is also available directly on i and on itunes we'll see you again next week i'm, I'm gonna make it <laughs>